while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Hey, welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus Farrow. Um, 508-996-0500 is how you can join us this evening. We'll also take your messages on WBSM app chat. I am still joined by Republican Bristol County, uh, Bristol County, Plymouth County Commissioner Jared Valenzola. Hey, Jared. Marcus, always a pleasure to be with you. So um, we have some, you know, we had some app chat messages asking about the office. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think of the James Spader era? I just, I just love, uh, we, we, we're just talking about like that. When did, did that go off? Nine years ago? Eight years ago? Yeah, something like, like that. Like debuted 18. <laughs> yes, let's talk about mid-2000. I would I, love to talk about mid-2000s TV. Mid-2000s TV was <laughs> awesome. Uh, let me tell you something. Um, Mid-2000s TV, not just mid-2000s TV, but Fox Fox in 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 the mid two thousands was a juggernaut. It oh was, yeah, it was like the New England Patriots of TV because you had Prison Break, you had Twenty Four, you had House, right? And those yeah. are just the ones that I can remember off the top of my head. Absolute juggernauts in in um, television. In television, I mean, real guilty pleasure of mine back then was the OC. The OC, yeah, still, I, which I, I am loath to admit, I've actually. But, just found on Hulu, and I have been watching. It makes me want to go to California. Excellent, uh, well, excellent intro song, actually. The One OC. of the best intro song. I love that intro song. So you had that. That's when you you had the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Dexter had yep. just started. Um, Entourage, which you, I, shame, yeah, that's, which you, well, sh- frankly, shamefully have once, seen. Once the OC, once, <laughs> I really can't believe I'm going to say this. Once I'm done with the OC, I'll watch Entourage. When you I, the OC was a good. At least the first few seasons were great. When you watch Entourage, then they kill Marissa off, and I already know that's when, coming. When that's you, just going to be brutal. When you, yeah, it's like Dexter with Rita. Right. Uh, you know, like, I, it's it's like oh man. My this favorite is suck. memory of the like I watched it sparingly. It's it's a grotesquely guilty pleasure, and it's like the usual tropes: actors in their mid twenties playing teenagers. But my sister started binging it several, like maybe 10 years ago. So I walk in, she's watching it. I thought, like me, she had kind of watched it off and on, so like she generally knew how the show was. And I remember I walk in, I go, you know, this isn't, I go, this show just goes completely downhill when they kill Marissa off. She's like, what? Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you didn't know that? She oh. goes, no, I've never watched this. I'm like, oh. That's terrible. I spoiled, like, the only memorable moment of this entire Series <laughs> yeah, right. Was that? Yeah, but no, it was. I mean, that that. But yeah, you're right. Fox was the juggernaut back then. With with House was one of my favorites and funny. Olivia Wilde was in the OC, and then she moves on to House. Um, Wild Olivia Wilde was in. She yeah. was in. She was in House. House yeah, yeah. That, that's where she got like her big big oh, break. Yeah, yeah. she was only in the OC for. I don't know, a dozen episodes, maybe. It's just it was. You know, the problem was, and it's funny because I've come to really appreciate. The, you know, obviously The Sopranos made television in art form. We were talking about Secession, which I think is one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. By far. But, yeah. like, it, it also sort of tunes you to, like, 
what you can then no longer accept. So, like, yeah. the OC's first season was excellent. But then the second season, like, they incorporated Olivia Wilde's character in, and, and she was a great character. I mean, she was a love interest of both Seth and Marissa. Um but then, and then also another character in that became one of Ryan's love interests. And then, like, in literal back to back episodes, it's like, okay, well, we're saying goodbye to Ryan's love interest. And then the next episode, goodbye to, uh, Olivia Wilde's <laughs> character. I'm like, yeah. literally back to back episodes, you get rid of them. And oh, by the way, the two characters that they were dating end up together again. Like, <laughs> wow, what brilliant television d- d- there. D- it's disorienting. Well, and it was a good show. I mean, obviously, it's a show about Orange County, California, which is one of the wealthiest zip codes in the entire world. And the well, show, you know, it was about a, a phil- philanthropic family taking the, in a troubled kid. It's like, the best. it had a those, great foundation. Those are the best. Well, those are the best shows is when, like, the, the ones with the best rewatchability is when the stakes couldn't be any lower. Right. And, um, uh, the other show I forgot uh, that was on Fox that was great was Bones. Yes, Bones. Was I never good. really why well, I only caught a few episodes. Oh, of that. I loved Bones. I it, 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 got you into know, it much. The thing is with Bones, and actually this is true of House as well, is that um, it just went on about freaking five more seasons than it should right. have. Well, that the problem with yeah. the Office, and yeah, it's interesting because we oh, were talking about Secession. That's done after four years, and it's sort of like. You know, that might be that might because again it's yeah. about who succeeds at Sky and that that might be the better way to do it. Breaking like, Bad too. Breaking Bad was was tight. Bra- yeah, Breaking Bad. I, I would say Breaking Bad had the best finish in terms of television of that of the last twenty years. The era. I know this is a very still a bold take twenty years later, but I still don't have a problem with the Sopranos ending. I don't either. I think it could have been better, but I don't have a pro- I don't hate it. I don't either. Really like I think so it was. I think it was fine. Yeah. I think it was. I have the benefit of. I, I watched Sopranos probably a few years after it ended. Right. So uh, probably about ten years ago, I started watching Sopranos. Right. But but the the thing is with the Sopranos ending is that that cut to black that everybody gripes about, and um, there was all kinds of spoofs and everything. Right. You know, I remember Tony Sperano who was the Jets head coach at the time, <laughs> oh, did right. some sort of spoof on yeah. it. Yeah, so um, so anyway, the the thing is, is with that cut to black, I think the point is supposed to be, and I'm not even saying I think this, because actually Matt Warner, who went on to write on Mad Men. Which uh, is another excellent show. Another top Tiny, five. That's a tight show, too. <laughs> another top five, Classic like, all-time ending. show. Yeah, just it, uh, another writer from that uh, ended up going to, cre- uh, went on to create Boardwalk Empire. Yep. But the whole point of, the cut to black was that there are myriad things that are going to bring Tony down. It's right. going to be a hit from the mob. It's going to be the feds. The feds. So there's just a series of things that could happen that could bring Tony down. That the uncertainty of 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 sort of his of his situation. Now, uh, David Chase, who created the show, has said he interprets it as and he said the death scene, right? Right. But that doesn't mean just I know he created the show. That's his interpretation of it. He didn't write the episode. It was Matt Warner right. who wrote the episode, and uh, the other guy, the guy who created Boardwalk Empire, was it Terrence Winner. Terrence Winner. Yeah. You know, so they wrote the episode. So their their interpretation may be different. So that cut to black. I thought. I think in retrospect, ends up looking a lot better. I think one of the best summations I saw of the cut to black on The Sopranos was the theory that it was the audience that got whacked. And I had always said all along that I believe that the cut to black or that the the purpose of the Sopranos was we as an audience were being given a glimpse into the life of Tony Soprano. And you know what? Now we're not watching it anymore. His life is going on, but we're not watching it. Cut, yeah. The 
part about us being whacked that was interesting, and if you take it back to the penultimate episode when when the major hits are going down on Bobby Bacala, Silvio, and they try to get Tony, but Tony was gone, was when they point out Bobby Bacala's, right? They show him getting shot in the train store. Yeah. But they're cutting. If you look at what they do is they cut to the scenes. You can hear people screaming in the background, but you can't see them because they're in the store, but you don't see it. But they cut to the little figurines on the model train set. And they said that was symbolic of us as an audience watching it. And that set up the next week where we as an audience get proverbially whacked. Like, you love the gratuitous violence. You loved watching Bobby get lit up. You loved watching what happened to Syl. Well, you know what? The last episode of The Sopranos is happening to you as an audience. And it was potentially a commentary on you know, Americans love for gratuitous violence in television and video games. And I, I read that theory a couple of years ago, and I think it would dovetailed off of what you had talked about with David Chase calling it a death scene. Somebody, I think, did die in that scene. I think it was us, the audience. Last one I'll make on this, I went to that diner last summer. And, oh, cool. Yeah, I went. I, I was in North Jersey. My cousin uh, lives in North Jersey, and I had a car, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to drive around to a bunch of Sopranos landmarks, and a lot of them are gone. So I, I drove by... Uh, I drove by the Bing. I went to, I drove by Tony Soprano's house. Like, cool. Did the whole drive down the street. Uh, a lot of the other places are gone. Satriali's is gone. That's too um, bad. Ramsey's Outdoor was still there, but I, I went, I looked it up, and the diner is still there. I was so disappointed, though. So, first of all, I had to parallel park. So I tweeted at Jamie That's Lynn funny. Siegler, I managed to do this. I managed to get the parallel <laughs> parking done, Meadow. <laughs> and I went in there, and it was great. I was just, I was so sad, though, because it was like, it was. I mean, they looked like teenagers. It was a group of girls sitting at the actual booth, which is preserved like the you know. It, it was the only booth that still had the um, the uh, little mini uh, jukebox on it. You could pick a song. Oh yeah. So like, I walked by it a few times. Went into the bathroom, came out, but it was cool. It was a cool. If you ever well, in that area, it's not too far from Newark. It's not too far from New York City. Check it out. It was Holston's. kind of a cool Holston's. Yep. Holston. Cool little take. It was fun. By the way, I went to. I ordered the onion rings for the table. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was the only one. <laughs> they must get so annoyed by that. You just come in like, I'll take the, oh, okay, we got another yeah, one. Another order of onion rings. Uh, another one. No, they, got, they had, so I actually, that's time I come on, I'll be sure to wear, I bought a Holston's hat. They have hats, and they did have Sopranos hats, so they definitely play it up a little bit. But it was, it was cool. It was cool. I would have gotten a mug. They I must have had they, mugs. I, I'll have to they look. I can't remember. I don't know if they had mugs. I went to Mystic Pizza in, in Mystic uh, uh, over the summer, and I got a mug. Just I just wanted. I was like, oh, that's because I I like I have an eclectic collection of mugs. Oh, fun! And so yeah, it's a I very see, I do shot glasses. It's a very it's a very too. fun thing about yeah, me is awesome. that I collect mugs. <laughs> um, so uh, so I went to Mystic Pizza, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll try Mystic Pizza. It absolutely sucked. <laughs> Really? It was terrible. It's one of like the most well-known ones, isn't it? I'm not, yeah, I don't because, think I've ever Because there's a movie with Julia oh, Roberts, right. and it's called Mystic Pizza, and she worked there, and she's like with a wealthy family right, in Mystic. Right. And Mystic's wonderful. Um, uh, and it's I was, not Frank Pepe's, though, which I've also never been to, but I hear that's one of the best in the country. Yeah. Well, next time, because I'll probably go back to Connecticut at, at some point in my lifetime, and so I'll try. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be on that. I'll be on that straightaway in, in '95 for the right. rest of my life. You know that that very long straightaway. Oh yeah. So um, I'll try that. But yeah, Mystic Pizza was 
I got to tell you, it was it was it was the worst. It was really it was really terrible. And and like I was like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I have you know. Maybe I you know. Maybe I'm well. Too we have discerning. advanced palates here on the South Shore and South Coast with pizza. Like yeah, it's that's like maybe a maybe big I'm for us. maybe I'm too discerning or something. And, right. and uh, advanced no, pizza palates. <laughs> and someone told me. Um, because uh, I said, oh, I went to Mystic earlier. And someone who was familiar with the area said, oh yeah, I went to Mystic Pizza. They're like, oh yeah, it sucks, right? right. Like, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> is it like Regina? I mean, I've had no, 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 Regina's no. great. So Regina's great. No, it was like <clears throat> puffy. It, it, I'm telling you, oh, just, really? Oh. It was like DiGiorno. It was like oh, it was like bad DiGiorno. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DiGiorno is actually pretty good. I don't mind DiGiorno. No, it was like when bad. It was like puffy. It wasn't good. I, oh, I just, yeah, that's I, too bad. I, I walked away being immensely disappointed um, by the. Uh, by the experience um, of it. So next time I'll, I'll go to, if I ever find myself in North Jersey. Um, yeah, I'll go to Holson's. I got a burger and fries. I got onion rings. I got a little Sunday at the end. Um, but it's cool. You know, it, it, I think it says on the menu, Sopranos last scene. It's uh, it's cool. It, it was a it was a cool little experience. I'm just picturing you ordering the onion rings. Oh, yeah. There's uh, another order for onion rings. Yeah. And I did. I kept looking at the booth, too, because I was going to be that tourist. I was like, all right, if they leave, I'm going to just sit down, take my picture, and go. But, but you know, the problem was, too, like, I couldn't even take a picture because, like, they were sitting in the booth. But mm-hmm. I, I think I did. I'll look at my phone during the break. But, like, I did, definitely took, like, outside shots. I took some inside, you know, just of, like, the length of it. But it's... um. But it was cool, yeah. I mean, it, it, driving around North Jersey, I also happened on, I think it was, I don't know if it was Chester Arthur, it was some president's birthplace too. So I managed to check that off of, you know, check that box. But it's, um, it was cool. It, unfortunately, just so many of the spots in the Sopranos are gone. Birthplace. Yeah, I, I forget. I want to say Chester Arthur or it's not Woodrow Wilson. I forget. Um, but it was, it was cool. It was cool to go into that, that kind of a landmark. But yeah, I mean, the Sopranos is the greatest of all time because it turned, it made TV into an art form. Yeah. And I think that's what I appreciate about TV. I think that's why like, you know, like I'll finish the OC because it's not that long of a series, but I'm sort of like, yeah, like, but Secession, I'm telling you, like that has the potential. It's excellent. House of the Dragon's been great. Um, I I hope that ends well. Um, they're doing a great job with Secession though. So I, I hope that continues on. You know, and even a show like The Mandalorian, I mean, that one's been meandering. We were talking about it a lot. That's your word, Marcus, off the air. But, like, that that one feels like it's kind of become listless. It's not. You know what? Here's the thing. I didn't invent the word, so you're able – you can use it. I know. <laughs> I stole your take, though. I loved, But I loved it because it was so right. <laughs> yeah. Because, like – I should have said take. But it's one of those things, like, I signed up for Disney Plus for Baby Yoda. And I don't know. It's so, just sometimes, – Sometimes shows jump the shark <laughs> yeah, a little bit earlier than you expect. Right. By the way, do people know what the term "jump the shark" means? Oh yeah. So just for I know you, I know you do. Just just for people who may not know, when it, when we say a show, and we're going to get into politics 62F. stuff. Yeah, we're going to get into <laughs> politics stuff after the um, uh, after after the next break. Well, I promise you. But um, jumping the shark. Uh, so uh, Happy Days, which you're all familiar with, a very popular show starring uh, among a few people, uh, Henry Winkler as the Fonz. And um, there is an episode very late in the series in which he jumps a shark with uh, on water skis, but doing so uh, wearing his full leather jacket right, yeah. and just oh, shorts. Yeah. yeah. 
And so people said that was the point where the show got so ridiculous. Uh, it was at that point irredeemable. Like the writers had officially run out of juice and they couldn't think of anything right. fresh or entertaining. So they said, why don't we have Fonzie jump a shark? So when something, <laughs> so when people say a television show <laughs> so or really or anything, bad, yeah, uh, a, a, when people say a television show or anything really jumps the shark, that's what they mean. So um, 508-996-0500 is how you can get on. Let's, let's go to the phones. Oh, great. Good evening. Good evening, Marcus. How's it going? Yeah, how's it going, Jared? I'm well, sir. How are you? Uh, well, hanging in there. You know, you were talking about TV uh, series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can watch. You're going to like it. Uh, Hawaii Five-O, not the remake. The original? The original? The original. It went on for 12 seasons. Went on from 68... In 1980, can you imagine that? Oh wow! Went through the decades, yeah. 68 yeah, to 80. One. That's that's yeah. That's quite a that's, that's a, quite a run. Se- 12 seasons, quite a run. Yeah, you'll enjoy watching that. Yeah, I'll have to you check know, pretty that much out. crime hasn't changed at all. Right. It's well written. But so if you got a pen and paper, I'll give you a few you can watch. Yeah, I wrote uh, it down. All right, Hawaii Five O. Yeah. Annex. Uh, that's began in 1967 or 68 as a private investigator. First he starts working for a firm, and then he goes independent. That went on for about seven seasons. M-A-2-N-Z-I-X. And then you got Adam-12. I don't know if you've ever watched Adam-12. I never even that's heard of him. Yeah, I've never heard of that two one. LA, two L.A. Uh, PD officers. And that went on for, uh, I think it was from 68... In 1972 or so, I believe, yeah. Man, or maybe 75. I don't know. You know, I, uh, but Adam 12. Adam 12. The number of the police cruiser. Two, uh, oh, two LAPD okay. officers. They go on the beat. Oh, that sounds good, actually. Well, I do love anything, and if it's LA, I love anything about California. Yeah. So it's perfect. And if you like police officers, uh, TV series, you got Adam 12, and you got Chips Patrol, uh, Punch and John. Okay. Uh, two. Uh, uh, Chips, uh, California Highway Patrol officers, and that started in '77, and I believe it went uh, 82, six seasons, I believe. Yeah, six seasons. The awesome. sixth season, though, it started getting wackier. Yeah, forget it. Go uh, season one through five. So it jumped the shark. <laughs> it jumped the shark. <laughs> you get aliens. Uh, you you know, it starts getting really weird. Oh, good aliens. You get aliens. Well, they're real now, baloney. though. They are real now. The, the government's confirming their existence, right? <laughs> Right, but, uh, but chips, you can write that down. Uh, yeah, that's a good starter That's a good starter pack. We'll, we'll work on that, and, and yeah, we're right, always open to more right, suggestions. Jared, yeah, Absolutely. get your throwbacks. Get your throwbacks. Uh, and you're, you're going you're gonna, to, oh, well, last one is Columbo. Columbo, oh, yes. Oh, you I, gotta I know watch Columbo. Columbo. My grandfather oh, loved Columbo. Unbelievable. Yeah, Lieutenant. I mean, I just, uh, Lieutenant Columbo was. Yeah. Uh, he's a detective. goes in and, and really, really good. I think the first series uh, started out, I believe, in 67 was the first one, if my memory serves me right. And then, or oh, 67, 68, thereabouts. And then they, later on, you know, they made more series. But Columbo, add that to the list. I will. I uh, did. All right. Good stuff. I'll keep you busy for a while. Yes, that will, will. call it. Thank you. All Thank right. you very you much. Gentlemen, have a good night. You too. Yeah.
So if you have any TV show suggestions, we're open to it. <laughs> yeah, if you want to message us uh, what's your favorite TV show or you want to call in, give us some TV show suggestions or just talk about a TV show that you like, we're definitely here for that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a TV guy. I, I love TV shows. So, and Especially TV as an art form, which has been nice these last 20, 20 or so years. Yeah, because you had... Um, you, the shows we talked about, House Twenty Four, yeah. and and uh, but I mean, really, the start of prestige TV was The Sopranos, right? Mad Men, then uh, Breaking Bad uh, followed, um, Boardwalk Empire again. That all just came yeah, from I gotta the, the watch that one. Direct that product Entourage of The Sopranos have to be next. Uh, for me. So Entourage, here's my thing with 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 Entourage, and that I I I feel like. I like I watch it now for like the nostalgia of it, right? Like you know because I'm like, wow, man, this was this was such an easier time in my life. <laughs> You're right, exactly. <laughs> I was, right? I was I was 16. I wasn't. Well, it's kind of like that's kind of way like weirdly I like the surprise <laughs> even the OC because like it, their high school years were 03 to like 07, which were our high school years, right? So it's, yeah. they were into a much wealthier high school, but like the flip phones. It's like you're right. It just sort of. The nostalgia factor kind of, and I love California and all things about Southern California. Um, but you're right, the nostalgia. You're, thing you're a California Republican. All right, well, you, Ronald Reagan Ronald is the Reagan, reason I'm a Republican, right? Duncan Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Bakersfield, right? Yeah, I've right, been to yeah. Bakersfield. Yeah, no, I love everything about Southern California. It's the one thing I regret. I've lived a regret-free life. One thing I will always regret is never giving it a shot in California. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Uh, Jack, uh, Marcus? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You normally don't call back twice. That's fine. There's another series. Okay. You're going to add to your list. It's called Emergency. Uh went on. It started in 97, ran for five seasons. Uh, firefighters. This is also in L.A. Um, it's uh, L.A. Like Fire Department shows. Paramedics. Uh, it's, uh, you'll like that. All right. That's Very good. Five. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 there was something I couldn't remember. You know, when you get old, you get up there and needs you. You know, your, your memory's not what it used to be. I understand. All right, all right, gentlemen. I'll keep you busy at least for, you know, at least oh, for yeah. the summer. Absolutely. Thank okay, you. Okay, take care now. Thank Bye-bye. you. Um, you know, actually, the, the lead actor in Entourage, uh, Adrian Grenier, uh, who played Vinny Chase, Movie star in the in the in the show. Mm-hmm. Entourage is about a movie star, right? And his friends that he brought from New York to L.A. He had he was having he had dinner right a table over from me in New Bedford. Oh, cool! Yeah, it was cool actually because I um I remember I was having dinner with a friend and then I turned and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> is that <laughs> who I think? Double taked and I'm like, I think kind of like when Bill Belichick was in Fall River a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> same 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 kind of vibe and it's right. like I said I think that's Vinny Chase and they're like why don't you know my friend was like why don't you talk to him? Right. Well, I have nothing interesting to say Is to that- him. <laughs> <laughs> well, because because think about it like I'm I'm just at that time like you know I'm just a I'm just a guy I don't even have this radio show I was I haven't even stepped foot in this building yet I don't even have a radio show so I'm like not that interesting and he is a television superstar and it's like what am I gonna say oh hey 
Adrian, I, I love the show. Okay, yeah, you and twenty million other people, right? right? <laughs> so I just was like, no, I'll just, I'll. That's I don't really care. And then someone actually tried to walk, talk to him, and I think was was stopped, which I which I kind of I kind of respect. Yeah, I, I can tell you when I met Paul McCartney, I had sort of a starstruck blackout, so I don't really remember what I said to him. Yeah, like I'm sure I love you, I love the Beatles, I love Wings. I'm sure that all came out of well, my mouth, but I, I never can't, like he's never. Heard heard that before right yeah he's never met anybody that loves the beatles right he's never heard that before yeah yeah <laughs> i have very original stuff to say to paul mccarty you should have actually hey, told dude, him it's a great song you Did should you know have, that paul? You, sh- you should have told him sergeant peppers sucks i hate you <laughs> that would have been a good way to if ensure i never fought, got my picture yeah, if with you him. had fought harder to keep john lennon away from yoko he'd probably still be alive right Ooh, <laughs> i know that would, have, that would have been a shot across the bow oh man that's what you should have that would have been memorable right he would have, he would have not liked you he no he would have no, remembered would, you and you know i've that made kid. multiple requests of getting him on my radio program and to this day i, I will yeah. retire my okay. show the moment i apply Paul McCartney. Yeah. Once I'm I do that, get, I won't top that. I, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to get Paul McCartney. To, well, actually, I shouldn't I shouldn't actually even, like, blithely joke about that because uh, Tim had uh, – Tim Weisberg had McCartney's bandmate. What's his name? Denny Lane. Yeah. Tim had Denny Lane on uh, just like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, great, great so guy. So it's possible. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. possible. I mean, uh, best of luck with all that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus Farrow. Jared Valenzuela is joining me this evening, Republican County Commissioner. Um, and uh, we're, we were talking about TV shows. <laughs> uh, we got some, you know, we got some app chat messages um, on TV shows. Someone saying they like Dexter. I like Dexter. Again, I did unfortunately jump the shark. Um, yeah, I didn't have it. Um, that was Showtime, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't have Showtime. Uh, so what I used to do is bootleg it um, nice. back in the day. It was a lot easier back in like twenty ten ish. Oh yeah, to, you know I, I was I was pretty I was was pretty good at it. I had a um, so that's what I did with a lot of shows. Now I now I I uh, pay for a lot of it like a loser, right? But <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, so we should talk about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about the OC? Oh, I was gonna play the song. I totally forgot. Oh, yeah, I'm more so bad at up. this job. Oh my god! Oh, I saw I was, that. I, I was, thought I saw you cue it up too. It's really terrible that I forgot. See, it's great. It's Isn't great it? theme song. It really I, is. I actually have the full song on my music. Is that Ben McKenzie? It is. It's like 25. The only one that's a teenager is Misha Byron. Wow. They're literally um, in their 20s as high schoolers. Yeah, of course. But the show was smart in a little way. Like, it, it would... It, it self-deprecated itself. So, in the series... Uh, Rachel Bilson's character especially used to love this show called The Valley and they would make fun of tropes like yeah you know The Valley is just your typical teenage oh, drama yeah. with middle age with mid 20s actors like it that. literally made it it had I mean it had a lot of good commentary it just goes there's a very downhill very fast there was an excellent show Ben McKenzie did that flew completely under the radar it was fantastic it was called Southland 
was a pop. Oh yeah, yeah. I never. I about remember. LA that. cop. He yeah. was an LA cop on the beat um, with his partner, and it was about a, a few. Like it was, it was sort of an ensemble about the LAPD. It was. It only lasted two, three seasons, unfortunately, because it just couldn't get the audience. Right. But one of those shows that was excellent, but couldn't get the audience. And it was actually a pretty big. Um, the guy who played Abraham in Walking Dead was in it too. Um, oh, um, Michael something. Whoops. Regina King was in it. Yep. Uh, it was really an excellent show. I, I, we can't, we gotta stop talking about TV shows. <laughs> so, so, uh, but, uh, anyway, now on to 62F. <laughs> <laughs> so we now interrupt you guys, your we now interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for this serious policy discussion. So, um, <laughs> so if you guys aren't familiar with Chapter sixty two F of the Mass General Law, passed you the about should be ballot referendum in nineteen eighty seven. Thanks um, to Saint Barbara Anderson, patron saint of the taxpayer. No one knows who that is either. That's the thing. I know. Well, some the, the there, are people, there are people, there are people well. in this there's people in this audience that definitely do. I will tell you when I ran for state representative in twenty ten, which was a highly forgettable race on my part and for a lot of reasons, but one of the only positives for me from that race was being endorsed by citizens for limited taxation. Yeah. I was honored to have that endorsement. Yeah, so Barbara Anderson was the founder of of that, right? She, reason she, you have two and a half. Reason you prop have two and a half. lot of things. So actually, in Fairhaven, there's a uh, there's discussion. I think a little bit in Dartmouth too, but it's a little bit more serious in Fairhaven. In fact, I have a member of the Fairhaven Select Board coming uh, at the end, uh, end of the week to talk about nice. it. Prop two and a half override. What's your position on prop two and a half overrides? Um, I generally never voted for them. I will vote for debt exclusions, which I know is the same thing, but at least it's paying for something. So one of the things that I, so I, full disclosure, I've voted for um, both school projects in the town of Rockland. I look at investing in schools, much like when you buy your house, you need a mortgage to buy your house unless you're incredibly wealthy and lucky. Yeah. Um, so I supported those. I was on the committee for those. Um, when it comes to operational overrides, especially in, in a lot of these communities, ironically, Rockland was on the front page of the Patriot Ledger today talking about 7% increase in salaries and benefits, uh, in salaries. And one of the things that I've seen, and this is where my fiscal conservatives comes in, but I am nuanced. I believe in town government. I support town government. And, and I want to have good, robust town government because yeah. – I can go to town meeting and have more control over that, right? Yeah. It's a lot easier to change my town than my state and my state than my country, right? So I support it, but I really don't like seeing waste. And I'm not saying that a lot of these towns have them. I think a lot of them aren't creative or financially prudent. And I think it has become way too easy to just slap a debt exclusion or I'm sorry, not a debt exclusion, slap an override on the ballot. Yeah. Try and, and scare people with, you know, teacher layoffs or public safety layoffs. Literally what's happening. And <laughs> and I support, well, obviously, well, public education and public safety, but, like, there needs to be a balance. And that happens far too often. I, and and that's, that, you know, so that's my, my take on them. I think that these towns have, in it, a lot of ways, more than enough money. It's a it's 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 a difficult thing to grapple with here because we have a, a very 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 understaffed fire department here. Right. So, the one way, um, uh, the one way to 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 get an chat message is about TV shows. <laughs> Great. This <laughs> might be the rest of the night market. Prop two and a half overrides. No, no. People want to hear about TV shows. Okay. Right. So, um, 
that's fine. I'm kind of in the zone now with with TV, so and we're we're gonna have Ryan Pereira calling at nine fifteen anyway, so we can talk about uh, municipal stuff. Uh, murder one, murder one on NB- ABC. I haven't heard of that one. No, I never heard of Rubicon that one. Rubicon on AMC. I have heard of. Heard of it, but never saw it. Um, uh, I've but I haven't seen it yet. AMC for a while was pretty strong too because you had Mad Men. And Breaking Bad at the same time, two Love of the greatest TV shows ever. Yep. Yeah, and then um, even like Halt and Catch Fire was really good. I don't I know if you've seen that. that. No. It's, it's about like the um, the start of like the basically like the invention of the computer. Um, oh, cool! It was re- it's really good. Halt and Halt and Catch Fire. Um, Hell on Wheels was another good one too. Yeah, so. I never saw it. AMC was actually pretty strong for a while. Rubicon, I remember uh, it coming out. I just never had the opportunity to. to um, to actually watch it, so that's unfortunate. Another right. another good show that's out now that everybody should watch is Severance um, on Apple TV. Oh, it's incredible. I should give that a shot. I think. So I think se- my new phone comes with an Apple TV subscription. Yeah, everybody. Does. I, I will say if you have an if you have an iPhone, you have it, and you should watch Severance. I, and Ted Lasso too. You can watch it. It's big and popular. Severance is better. Ted Lasso is great too, though. I will say that is the one thing that is becoming considerably annoying is all the different streaming services now. Like, well, now it's cable again. You're just basically paying for it's unless you unless you split it up with other people, right? But it's sort of cable. like trying to keep track of it and like. For me, like what I like about cable, as we have a cable TV on in here, is I can just grab the remote and skim and find a channel and go to it. Now, we don't I, have a TV on in here. No, not at all. This is the only medium that exists. Right. Radio. <laughs> yeah. tele- we are, we are <laughs> back. We're on radio talking about we TV. We got to have a fire, yeah. fireside chat. Um, I, but one of the things, like, so I have an, I got an Xbox, and I'm not a big gamer, but I have the Xbox mostly for streaming, but it's like, I don't want to keep that thing on for hours at a time, overheat it. Yeah. But, I mean, admittedly, that makes streaming easier. But it's like I'm watching the OC on Hulu. I'm watching The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. I'm watching whatever might be on Netflix. Well, I'm, now they, I'm, like, just jumping around. They, they have fragmented everything. Right. Um, so it's, it's like siloed. It's way more siloed. Where, like, I siloed, just want to pour the cereal into the bowl. And that's what cable TV was. Yeah. You know, I got Lucky Charms. I got my the different marshmallows. Now it's sort of like... I got to go here for this. I got to go there yeah, for that. Exactly. It's kind of like, yeah. Oh, I, here's another classic, though. Um, William from New Bedford says The Wire. Yeah, I, I have never wire. seen it. And so many people, I know, I know, Dude. I know. I'm going to swear on TV. I know. And I'm so gonna, many have said that that was the setup to The Sopranos, Dude. right? I mean, that predated oh The Sopranos. I got to see it. Oh the lead God. actor just passed away, too, didn't he? In the lead actor, just Michael passed? K. Williams. Right, yeah. It wasn't. I wouldn't. Def, I wasn't the lead, but he was in. It. I wouldn't describe him as the lead actor, but he was a very important character and probably the most well liked character. He played Omar, okay, um, and uh, who was sort of a, a, a sort of a mythological type of of of, uh, of character, and, and he, he, yeah, he died recently, which is unfortunate. And uh, Lance Riddick. Oh, that's who you're thinking of, Thank Michael. You, yes. So many people have died recently. I know. Uh, um, Michael K. Williams died last year. He played. He also played. Um, what's his name in um, Boardwalk Empire? Oh, um, I'm blanking. Can't remember either. Um, he played. But anyway, 
uh, Lance Riddick, who who was I would define I would I would call him the like one of the lead characters to the extent that there was a lead character. I would say I would say Lance Riddick was one of them in the uh, in the Wire. The Wire is an outstanding TV show. It is it is it is incredible. Set in Baltimore, right? It is set in Baltimore. It's shot in Baltimore. At the time, Martin O'Malley, who was the um, who was the mayor of Baltimore, oh, went yeah, on to be, he ran for president. He right? went on to be governor of Maryland and then run for president, uh, almost forgettably, except for people like us. And <laughs> yeah. I just remember getting the and, text alert that he dropped out, and I'm like, oh wow, I yeah. he had a shot. He right after Iowa, right after he tried to run a spoiler campaign in Iowa. Yeah, that so, worked. So. Um, yeah, so Mark, uh, he he actually was not a fan, so he, he tried to make it. He, he thought the show made Baltimore look bad, so he tried to make it really hard on them. But it was, uh, yeah, it was in Baltimore. David Simon was the creator. It is it is an incredible show. Uh, it really is. It's it's amazing. It's up there with The Sopranos. It's up there with Breaking Bad. I'll add it, it to the list. It's you. It is incredible. You have Idris Elba. Um, that's his yeah. big breakout role as Stringer Bell. Um, you have. Uh, I forget uh, what's his name. He used to play Julius Campbell in the uh, Remember the Titans. Uh, you mean not as uh, Charles in the Office? <laughs> Charles Minor. Yeah, he didn't. You know what? He was like. I am aware of he, my he effect was, on women. Yes. <laughs> he was um, uh, uh, actor. Who was the Julius Campbell actor? Um, Wood Harris. Yeah, Wood Harris. Oh, okay. So um, uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, he he played. Um, you know, it's funny enough is actually I remember him more. I first saw him as as the um, the guy Charles Minor in in the uh, in the office. I, I'm not gonna lie because I watched the, I watched The Wire after that. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, he uh, he was. He didn't like Jim. I remember. Right. He did not. Dwight's my actually it was, actually David Dwight Dwight's been my guy. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then he talks about the bees. Oh, so good. Yeah. So we, we got to take another break. 1420 WBSM can now be heard on 99.5 FM. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. Welcome back. We're, we're, we're going to wrap up this conversation on TV because Ryan Pereira, city councilor, <laughs> is joining us with real stuff. But um, someone, I am trash. Uh, How does five, he feel about the office? I am trash 508 uh, asked from Fairhaven asked, uh, what about Saul? Uh, Better Call Saul, which is a spinoff of Breaking Bad. Listen, it's a very good show. It's a very good show. I do not personally think it's better than Breaking Bad. I know some people do. Um, I know that's an opinion that's thrown around. I think you can argue that, yeah, sure, the writers were more in their groove. So season one of Better Call Saul is better than season one of Breaking Bad. It's a lot more tightly written. It's a very tightly written season series, but I don't think it's as tight as Breaking Bad. First of all, Better Call Saul is a little bit different in that it doesn't have those high-octane, suspenseful moments, right? right? right. It does have some really good writing and some really good twists and turns and an excellent character development from Saul being Jimmy to to, to being end up being the Saul. Goodman that everybody knows. Right. My my gripes with it are one. Uh, it seems like there's. I think season three ish. He's like selling. He he has his law license suspended for a year, so he's like selling cell phones for a while and all of that. There's a li- There's a lot of like I think throwaway episodes, right. which you don't really get from Breaking Bad. Two. Um, I also think it takes him too long to be called Saul Goodman. So when he starts off, he's Jimmy McGill. Because you remember there was, a, there was a line in Breaking Bad where he says, name's McGill. You know, the real name's McGill, but they like a 
you know, said they want people like a Jewish lawyer, right. so he called himself Saul Goodman. So he's Jimmy McGill, re- literally up until like season four or five, he becomes Saul. So um, it's a little bit longer on that. They do, I think, do an interesting job of taking dialogue from Breaking Bad and then making it into like main plots an of an entire episode, season. Right. Yeah, so like when Saul gets carried out to the desert <clears throat> in Breaking Bad and he says... Oh no! It wasn't me. It was Lalo. Uh, it was Lalo, uh, Nacho, and Lalo, right? Or did Lalo yeah. send you? He said, "Did Lalo send you?" No, no, it wasn't me. It was Ignacio. Those are two characters that are being like central characters for bringing right, Lalo right. the main villain and all that. And they do have actually a really clever way of integrating Walter and Jesse into the story at the end of the series. Um, overall, I would say it's good. Um, I'd say it's very good. I would say it's 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 just. I don't think it's as good as Breaking Bad, and my one gripe is it, it takes too long for him to be called the guy who's the, the show's, show's named, named after. after. Right. So that's my that's my that's my whole gripe and with that Saul. Gets, and that but gets it is, in, it is like the last season of Better Call Saul. I yeah. I truly loved it. Was very very good. And that gets into a bigger question, Marcus. What is the greatest spinoff of all time? Frasier. I was gonna say Frasier as well because it's, it's, it's so tight. It's so seamless from Cheers. It's so freaking funny like he's great in cheers and then he's he's excellent in fraser he played Fra- kelsey grandma played fraser crane for 20 years and did i see paramount plus is bringing back one season of fraser in boston now Dude, yes just like why ruin a good thing i shouldn't say ruin it hasn't come out yet but it just feels it's, like we're bringing fraser back to, we're not bringing cheers back we're bringing Frazier back to Boston. And in theory, you could bring Cheers. I mean, you only lost Kirstie Alley of the cast recently. Only was, Kirstie Alley. Oh, right. Who was... I, and, only Kirstie right. Alley. How dare you? And, I know. And, but, and I will say this. I love Cheers. I, I watched Cheers beginning to end. That show got so much better when Kirstie Alley replaced Shelley Long. Yeah. I, like, the, the Sam and Diane thing was like... Eh. Like Jim and Pam in the office was done perfectly, I think, like to a T. They did that so perfectly. Like Sam and Diane just got exhausting. Diane just as a character was kind of eh. Yeah. And like I think Fraser played the bar nerd role far better than Diane did. Yeah. Like just this Harvard guy coming in in suits and stuff, having a beer with Norm. Like that worked much better. Like I think Fraser played that character in that show better than like Carla playing off of. Uh, Diane, I think that show got leaps and bounds better when Rebecca came in, when Kirstie Alley came in. Fun trivia question before we run out of time in this segment. Who was the, who are the only two Cheers characters that do not appear in Frasier? One should be easy. Yeah, Shelley Long. No, Shelley Long does appear in Frasier. The, it's an episode when she's in Seattle staging a play. So Frazier goes to the play and realizes it's a play about the time it's Does Kirstie Alley appear in Cheers? I mean in Frazier? Kirstie Alley is one of them. She does not appear yeah. in Frazier. Who else? I know Sam Malone's in a, got an episode. Oh, got yeah. episode. Um, I know that they had a Cheers reunion episode in Boston. With Carla, Norm, and Cliff at an airport hotel or an airport bar. So who, who's the other one? Coach. Oh, yes. Coach died halfway through Cheers, unfortunately. Right. Um, 
no, that, that makes sense. But yeah, Frasier, Frasier's an excellent show. Um, oh, and uh, before we hit this break, uh, Peaky Blinders and Ozarks. Love I, those two shows. I have to watch Peaky Blinders. That has been on my Blind- list for years. Peaky, you, dude, you're going in timeout. I, Peaky, <laughs> Peaky, I'm not, I am not going to be you're, invited you're, back you're, in until I get you're, through the callers yeah, list you're and my, Marcus's list. You're, dude, yeah, you're not, you're not batting a thousand here. Um, but Peaky Blinders is very good. Ozarks, I think, is fantastic. I think actually it's Breaking Bad, but in a lot of ways, uh, maybe even better, one would argue. we got to take this break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, we got City Councilor from Ward 6, Ryan Pereira, joining us uh, after the news break. So stay tuned. This is South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus Farrow.